0: Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and redeemer. Amen. Amen. So here we are. Look around. This is the body of Christ. Christ. It's really wonderful to be here today to begin this journey. I've spent the past couple of weeks moving into my house and into the office upstairs. I wanted to be ready to greet you today, to have a welcoming and comfortable place where we can begin to tell each other our stories. One of the items which hasn't been hung up yet is a poster depicting a really colorful Torah, You will see it when you come into my office because it's either going to be over the couch or over my desk, and it's big. I like it because it is a reminder that we are always at the beginning. Those first words from Genesis, in the beginning when God began to create, those words remind us that God is always creating, making all things new. So our conversations, our relationships, our hopes, our minds, our hearts, even our bodies are always in the process of change and of renewal. So while we mark today as the official beginning of my time as your 12th rector, the reality is every day will be a beginning as we learn and grow seeking to serve Christ In our lives. On a day like today, we thank God for bringing us here this morning, for gathering us for worship in this beautiful, special place, for reminding us once again who we truly are, for feeding us, and loving us as His beloved children. I, for one, am filled with gratitude and with nervous happy anticipation as we meet each other for the first time and begin our ministry together surely God is among us right now right here I know this is true God is with us in this moment because God is with us in all our moments not only in joyful moments but in the mundane boring patches too And in the frightening times of our lives, when we have lost our way, when we are ill, suffering, or grieving, God is present. As the human creatures we are, it's easier to be aware of God's presence when we're happy, right? When we're grateful. When the circumstances in our lives that we're facing look pretty much like the way we had planned it or hoped for. However, when our lives are painful, when our prayers are not answered, when the way forward is not clear, when we are thirsty beyond measure and death is very near, we cry out like the Israelites in today's Exodus passage, Is the Lord among us or not? I'm thirsty. I'm afraid. Is God here or am I all alone? Most of us have said those words or certainly thought them or something similar. Because we are human and our lives are filled with all different dimensions. We have moments when we know God is here and many moments when it feels as though we really are alone. So I think we can understand the way that crowd was feeling that day as they trudged across barren landscape and once again pitched their tents on hot sand. No water in sight. Give us water to drink, they shout at Moses. Did you bring us out here to die? They're hot and tired, terrified and thirsty. They quarrel with Moses and probably with one another. Their need is so great and so immediate that they've already forgotten about another day. Perhaps only a few days earlier when they were really hungry. And manna fell to the ground and everyone was fed. Their thirst is so frightening that they have forgotten how God commanded the waters to part to save them from certain death by Pharaoh's army after generations of slavery in Egypt. They've forgotten because they, like us, are human. In their distress, they feel abandoned, even though God has shown up over and over again in ways they could not possibly have imagined. So in today's little story, God tells Moses, "Okay, go to the rock at Horeb. I will be standing there and strike that rock with the staff I have already given to you And water will flow out of that rock for the people to drink. Really? That's certainly not the solution any of us would have come up with if we were thirsty in the desert, right? God tells them. God brings the water out of the rock. In front of Moses and the elders. And he tells them that he's standing right there in front of him. See, I am here. You are not alone. Believe it. In the midst of their hardships through the desert, God provides for his people in completely unpredictable and unexpected ways. So for us. In the journeys and the deserts of our lives, in our immediate needs and wants and fears, we sometimes lose our memory, too. We forget the story of who we are as God's beloved. We try to control our lives instead of cherishing them. We fight with one another. We question the one who created us from dust and breathed life and love into us. Is the Lord among us or not? We ask when times are tough. Of course we do. Of course we do. For we are simply creatures. Our needs and our fears are close to the surface most of the time, even when we think we hide them from each other. We are thirsty, thirsty for living water, for God's presence. We are thirsty for love and for life. And God created us to be thirsty for those things. So where is the water? Give us some water. I think in the larger metaphorical sense of this story. We need to look in unexpected places for the water, for the things that will quench our thirst, refresh us, give us hope and new life. The story from Exodus certainly suggests that God will act not in ways we can predict or even imagine, but in ways which will shock us, challenge us, and perhaps even delight us. Can you imagine the expressions on the faces of the elders standing there at Horeb with Moses when water started pouring out of that rock? Shock, challenge, and delight may not have even been half of it. These are tired, thirsty, frightened people who are given water and hope again. They know again, because they forgot, but they know again. That God is present with them. I love this story because I think that God invites us to, like Moses, to break open the rocks that weigh us down, the heavy burdens we carry and the things that keep us frozen in place, unable to be surprised, delighted or refreshed the stony places in our hearts that keep us from loving freely and fully from welcoming the stranger the walls of stone we may have built in our minds or in our relationships to separate us from others which ultimately separates us from God those bricks those bricks of resentment that we keep making in the dark of the night, even though we've been freed from slavery and brought out from under Pharaoh's rod. The stones of a building, even the beautiful stones in this beautiful building, have the potential to be burdens if we choose to hide inside rather than proclaiming the good news of God in Christ out there. Jesus invites us to break open all the rocks which paralyze us, which trap us in fear. And then he invites us to bring those broken pieces, those broken pieces of ourselves to him and to lay them down. He says, Come unto me, all ye that travail and are heavy laden, and I will refresh you. What new water, fresh water, surprising water and refreshment will we find as we journey together? Only time will tell. We start at the beginning. As we always do. With the God who created, is creating, and will always create. We as God's people here in Trinity Church are invited to know this living, creative God who brings us from slavery to freedom. Who brings water out of stones. Who brings life out of death. And he promises to meet us. And he does right here at this table. So come, all of you, eat and drink at the table of our Lord, who is present now and always. Is the Lord among us or not? We can answer in faith and confidence. Yes. Yes. Thanks be to God. Amen.